Welcome to episode 134 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. We're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com. We're also all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. So make sure you go and follow us, tweet us, pin us, follow us, whatever other verb there is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings in the parks. And I ate a lot of food these past two weeks, and we're going to talk about that today. And you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelge, and that's Explorer N I L G H E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Trish. I take pictures, I go to the parks, and I'm done with my character box lunches. I don't have to make them anymore. Woohoo! Because <laughs> <laughs> we had our last sports day. Oh, yeah. So that would mean Mondays shouldn't be as busy anymore at the parks. There, no, 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 because that was our, our city. So other cities are still uh, having their still sports days. So watch out. Because I heard the Monday that like our Monday was really nasty in terms of crowds. So maybe yes. for the still a little bit, so I would last watch out. Monday? Yeah, 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 yeah. Last Monday, last Monday? It was bad. Like, it was I really bad. There. Oh, and I, I was also in the city, too. I went to um, Harajuku, and I went there, and I, it felt like a Sunday. And I was like, I'm out. I'm not doing <laughs> What's this. What's going on? Because not everybody it was, knows it that it's like a break. Level busy. Yeah, it was, right? It was really bad. Yeah. Ugh. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Before we go on, I'll talk really quick about our Patreon. And thank you so much to everyone who's contributing to Patreon already. You know we love you. You're fantastic. And you help keep the show running. If you want to support us on Patreon, you could do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have a bunch of perks that you can get or rewards, if you want to call them that too, uh, for pledging. So one of the perks is the $2 level, which gains you early access to all our newest episodes. So you get them 24 hours in advance before they go live. And who doesn't love getting early access? And it helps the show. So we really do appreciate it. If you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. So what are we talking about today? We got we we have a little bit of news, some exciting news. I mean, we, we have. Well, I mean, you just came back from an amazing trip. So we're going to be talking about talk, that. I mean, talk all about that. It sounds so busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to recover. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have our news. We have our in the parks. And, of course, I'm going to be talking about um, how we visited all the Disney parks in Asia over two weeks because just got back from our Disney Asia tour. So much fun. Loved it. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk about the news. News, news, news. Um, I, d- I can't remember. Did we talk about this already? In a previous episode, I can't, I don't think we did. Which one? Which one? The Duffy, the new Duffy friend coming to Hong Kong. No, you know what? We didn't. We didn't. No, we didn't. 
Um, <laughs> it, it's been so long since we since we recorded an episode because we did the, our previous ones all well in advance because I was away for over two weeks. So trying to refresh our refresh our memory here. But um, there's a new d- friend of Duffy coming to Hong Kong Disneyland of all places. Dun, dun, dun. This summer. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That is so seemingly random because you would think that would come to Tokyo first and not Hong Kong. But they've been getting stuff first lately. They got the character greetings first and everything. Yeah. So I can, yeah, it's moving in that direction. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they deserve it. And um, there's there's hints, hints mm-hmm. dropped in the park. So we don't know too much yet because they nothing has been officially like announced on like the website, like the Hong Kong Disneyland website or anything. But there's an egg, a different colored egg, like a yellow one with pink paw prints on it beside the Duffy and Friends egg, the Easter eggs. And then there's like paw prints on the ground. And then there's like this like box thing on Main Street that says new friend of Duffy coming this summer. And there's little decorations on the bakery windows. And there's like a little chef hat and everything. So they kind of gave They're us some hints. stickers too. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, the stickers. They're giving out stickers too that say new friend of Duffy coming. So And some cast members have leaked it already, what the character animal is. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to go on Twitter and check that out, you'll be able to find it. Um but that's kinda it, it's exciting. We're <laughs> Duffy's getting more friends. They're slowly taking over. There's gonna be an army. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, we don't know for sure what it's gonna be. Unless you want to go on Twitter and check, uh, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cute. So of course we'll report on it more once we once the like, official stuff is announced and everything like that. We got some seeming like almost seemingly random merchandise coming to Tokyo Disney um, for the 35th anniversary stuff. So we have a whole bunch of Coca Cola merchandise, which makes sense. Coca Cola is in the park. So that's that's kind of neat. There's like a range of merchandise coming out. And then there's Adidas. So like sportswear is coming out. Uh, this is on June 7th. And I'm kind of a fan of the Adidas merchandise that I've seen so far. The Adidas looks really classy. It's not like over the top, which is nice. Yeah, it it, it fits the Adidas brand. Mm-hmm. And it has, and of course, it, you know, it says Tokyo Disney Resort on it and everything. I might have to get a shirt. I don't know. I think you should. And it's useful. You can wear it to the gym, you know. Yeah, I'm all about practicality with stuff. (laughs) And a bunch of merchandise has already come out before Tanabata Days because Tanabata Days starts on June 7th. Mm -hmm. Same with Donald's birthday. So, yeah, they're starting to come up. Um, So, like, some of the merchandise, they released the... The fruit merchandise or like summer tropical fruit merchandise. Yes, I love it. Um, we've had that for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it, it came out last year and it like a lot of the stuff sold out really quickly mm-hmm. because they did that to replace the fruit merchandise that usually came out with Minnie's Tropical Splash. Yeah. But of course that went away because we had the Pirates show last year and we're getting it again this year. Use those so, designs that they made, you know. Yeah, so they're kind of continuing that design. And they're really cute. You know, there's a range of stuff like the plushes, there's towels, shirts, glasses, you know, kind of the whole shebang when it comes to that kind of stuff. I love all it's really of it. It's really cute. It's amazing. It's really cute. I might want, I might get the plush 
Mickey, Mickey's a pineapple and Minnie's a watermelon. I want the bag um, to use as a pool bag, the watermelon bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a vine, vinyl, plastic? I don't know. Yeah. Something, whatever. It's waterproof. It's, it's Yeah, <laughs> or, it's like it's a plastic bag. It's really cute. It's super colorful and it's see-through, so you can put all your little towels and sunglasses inside, which is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and then we got some other... Um, just other random, seemingly random merchandise. There's some new Mickey, Mickey Minnie and some other characters plushes at the home store. Um, they have like this kind of like old, older style to them. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, it's weird, but yeah. I'm in love with anyway. the bubble wand. Yeah. All, we got all these bubble wands now. There's like a TIE fighter. Oh, I one. didn't. I, yeah, Kai saw that. He was telling me about it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, there's a TIE fighter one. And uh, what are the other ones? I didn't. Little I Mermaid. The, the Little Mermaid lights up, and it shoots out a crazy amount of bubbles, and it plays music. And like <laughs> That's over the top. Like everyone was buying it. Like we were this close. We were actually looking for it, and we just we didn't have time because we were showing a friend around, so we didn't have time to like go like like hunt it down. But we want it so bad. I think it's gonna sell out. Everybody had it. it. Might yeah. Everybody, adults, kids, everybody had it. Huh. <laughs> that uh what else is there um shoot there's a there's another new thing oh the um the smartphone oh the smartphone cases the did you see the, the the ridiculously large smartphone cases yeah and they have like the little clip the filter clip i want the filter clip yeah so if you want like a ridiculously large phone case there's like one of cinderella castle and your phone goes in it it's like it's so big that it comes with a lanyard so it can hang off your neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And there's also a Mickey Mouse one that looks like nano blocks. Yeah. So that one's really cute. And then there's also um, the uh, food merchandise. Or they now have them in phone cases. So there's one that's like a Mickey hamburger. And then there's, I think there's like pancakes. Pancakes. And then, as you said, there's the, the camera filters. Yeah. So it's like this clip in shape of Mickey that goes over your lens on your phone and there's different filters and the one kind of looks like a uh, old mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Um, like rotary a- telephone yeah <laughs> you just kind of click through it and there's different filters there's like a Mickey ear filter sparkling filter all that stuff it's kind of cool I want it so bad <laughs> mm-hmm. I tried it today on my phone because they have one that you can try mm-hmm. I couldn't really get it to work properly but I can never get lenses like those kind of clip-on lenses i can never get them aligned properly on my phone so i don't know maybe i just don't know how to use it is it for any phone or like does it have to be like a specific type of Um, phone or what i think it's just any phone that has the camera kind of where the iphone has this camera okay um i don't know if it works on the 10 i i have the 8 plus Mm -hmm. and it seemed to go over the lens on my phone Okay. So I guess it just kind of depends on your phone model. I didn't read the like what models it's compatible with too closely. All right, we'll give it a try. Um, and then yeah, we have the new Duffy. Mer- there's new Duffy merchandise coming out on the seventh as well. Um, there's a, there's a little plush gelatoni holding gelato. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> and then of course we have the Duffy, or sorry, not Duffy. Um, ton about today's merchandise coming on the 7th along with the donald oh wait no the donald merchandise is already out yeah i want the, I think, um, the popcorn bucket i think the popcorn bucket's out on the 7th though okay 
But either way, really cute. There's a ton of stuff to buy this month. And this, it's only June. And then July, we're going to have all the summer merchandise, like for the summer events. Did you see the Chippendale shaved ice, like the little like thing that you hang on your bag? Yes. Yes. No. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yes. No, maybe. Uh. It's so cute. <sighs> my money. My money. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Um, in other news, we just surpassed a thousand copies sold of our ebook. Yay, congratulations. That is fantastic. I never imagined selling a thousand copies. Like, I was happy when we, like, I was over the moon when we surpassed 400 copies. I was thinking, oh, wow, like 400 copies? That is amazing. And now we're here at a thousand. I mean, so, like, it's got all the information right at your fingertips. So if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. Like, there's so much information there. It's ridiculous. Like, you could buy that book and never have to look at our website ever. There's that much information in it. So, go and get it if you don't have it already. It's at uh, tdrexplorer.com slash ebook. A ton of people already bought it. So, yeah, you know it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Well, in the parks, I have a lot to talk about, so I'll save it for the next section. But what about you, Trish? What about what have you been doing in the parks lately? Um, we we have a friend visiting um, from Canada. Um, she's an opera singer. She's super cool, and we took her to Disney Sea, and we did everything, all the rides. It was a Sunday, but we did everything. And um, the only thing was that Journey was closed, but other than that, you know, it was fine. And um, yeah, we had a blast. Uh, it was very hot. Um, so if you're coming to the park, summer is here. And it's very, very hot. And you should definitely wear sunscreen. Um, but uh, it's always nice to see. Like, I think this is her first, like, Disney, like, park park. Not just, you know, like, a, like Japan Disney. So um, it's always really cool to see somebody enjoy the parks for the first time and to get to see everything for the first time um it's it's uh, like experiencing it in a whole new way which is really wonderful um for us as well uh so yeah and, and we, it was a whole day at the park so morning until night um it's it's tough i don't know how people do it like people that go for you well you just had a, a lot of days in a row so <laughs> i want to hear how you survived it because one day like wipes us out oh yeah but that's all we did um we we were really busy with um sports day and going to the Roppongi art night and everything so we didn't really have that much time for the parks um this past couple of weeks oh 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 i have a thing that's not in the parks i want to talk about really quickly um i'm gonna have a video going on youtube uh very soon so i'm a dog person i'm not a cat person not that i don't (laughs) like cats i just prefer dogs it's always been that way because I grew up with dogs, they're right? They're cute. They're friendly. They're, and they're yeah, more loyal. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have like stray cats all around my apartment and they are very annoying. Oh. So I don't, yeah. Anyway, besides that, um, I was in Harajuku the other day and I discovered um, that one of the cat cafes was turned into a Shiba Inu cafe. Oh. And... As soon as I saw that, I had to go. So I went to this Shiba Inu cafe. It's on Takashita Street mm-hmm. in um, Harajuku. So, you know, the, the the big famous street that everyone goes to to shop. I went there and 
it was the cutest thing ever. It was, I was in heaven. I was literally Aww. in heaven. It was so cute. It's 780 yen for 30 minutes and you get one like drink from the vending machine. And you just get to sit there on the tatami mat floor and just hang out with little puppies all for half an hour. That's so cute. And it was, it was, it was definitely worth it. It was so fun. Ugh, loved it. Um, oh, and then after that, I had um, this famous ice cream, Kanazawa ice cream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't melt. Ah, ha, ha, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ice cream that doesn't melt. It like as soon as I saw the sign, I thought that is the weirdest thing. Uh-huh. How does that work? So I went in, I bought an ice cream, and I let it sit there for like ten minutes because I was taking pictures of it and everything. And it, like it was like a, a lollipop shaped ice cream on a stick. Yeah. It did not melt at all. It just sat there. And it was cold. Mm-hmm. And it tasted really good. I got, like, the mango flavor. Oh, sounds so yummy. And it's so weird. So I I don't know what they put in it. I have to do some research. But I thought that was actually pretty cool <laughs> that they did that. And there was, um, there was a famous YouTuber, a Japanese YouTuber on there doing, like, a whole thing with their ice cream. Like, he went there, bought it. Got it in a, in a takeaway bag. It went back to wherever he films his videos. Mm-hmm. And he just... He just had them out on the plates and everything, and they just sat there. <laughs> they didn't melt. It was just the weirdest thing. When was this? Um, Last week. I might have seen the video on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't know how new it is, but it's on uh, Takashita Street. It's called Kanazawa Ice Cream. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of below... It's kind of hard to explain where it is. It's kind of... On the first floor... Of this building, and on the top floor is the floor where they have the the, the Tokyo Story um, T-shirts. You know, the Toy Story inspired shirts that say Tokyo Story instead. Oh, I don't know. Um, that's the best way I can describe where <laughs> it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, make sure you check that out too if you're in uh, Harajuku. It's it's definitely worth doing. <sighs> okay, uh, really quick before we talk about our Disney Asia trip, real real quick plug about Kluke. Kluke is one of our affiliates, and they offer discount tickets for a variety of things in not only Japan, but also Hong Kong and Shanghai. Um, If you use our special offer code KLKTDREX, you'll save $4 US off your very first purchase of $50 or more. Um, They have tickets for all the Disney parks in Asia, and they also have tickets for Sanrio Land, Fuji-Q Highland, Universal Studios Japan, The Robot Restaurant, Kimono Rentals, SIM Card Rentals, Wi-Fi Rentals. They have so much stuff on there. You can pretty much get almost everything you need right through Kluke. So head on over to tdrexplorer.com slash Kluke and buy your tickets through there. And if you use our code, it also helps uh, the website as well. It helps us keep running. So we really do appreciate it if you... Use our coupon code and visit tdrexplorer.com slash kluke. Okay. Visiting all the Disney parks in Asia in two weeks. Oh. So, okay. So before before we even like jump in, like how did how did you get everybody together for this? Because it was a pretty big group. Uh, so there was nine of us total. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was uh, our travel agent, David, and his son were also with us as well. Mm-hmm. So there was, I guess, six participants if you want, so six participants or six explorers, I should say, plus David and his son were also there. So nine of us total. Um, 
David from Exclusive Travel Partners. Uh, they're based in the U.S. Um, they're the ones that approached me and asked if I'd be interested in doing a trip like this. And I said, yes, of course. And they took of or David took care of all the logistics of um, collecting payment from um, all the participants and booking our hotels and the tickets and the itinerary, the overall itinerary for everything. And how we got everybody was just through our website, really. So and that's pretty much how that that went down. And where were where were the explorers from? Like, what countries did they were they mainly from? Um, everyone was from the U.S. this round. Nice, nice, nice. So most we had people from um, Atlanta, mm -hmm. California, Hawaii. Wow, all over the place. Yeah, and also um, Colorado. Nice. Yeah. Or Colorado or one of the states in the middle of the U.S. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 keep, I keep thinking Colorado, but I don't. Idaho? Colorado, Idaho. Those are very different. I know. I'm really <laughs> bad with the U.S. geography. David's probably going to listen to this and he's going to like slap me or he's going to send me a message. I, I apologize. Oh. <laughs> And um, so, like, give us an overview of all the places that you went to. Well, uh, so the trip, how the trip was structured, we started in Hong Kong, then we went to Shanghai, and then we went to Tokyo, is, is how we did it. Okay. So we had everybody meet in Hong Kong. So everyone flew from um, wherever they were into Hong Kong, and that's where we started the trip. Um, so everyone kind of arrived on different at different times and stuff. Um, I kind of arrived in the middle of everyone. So some people got there earlier than me. Some people came in a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So our first stop was uh, Hong Kong. And we did essentially one and a half days in Hong Kong. That's how we did it. Okay. Because some people that got there really early, like they got there at four or five in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Um, so those people got there, went to the hotel um, and... Most of them went into the park um, because, you know, why not? You're there. Might as well. That's pretty um, hardcore, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I, I told everyone, don't sleep. Yeah. If you can help it. Because if you do that, you're going to kind of mess up your clock a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to be kind of, you're going to be tired for a few days afterwards. So it's best if you're arriving really early, of course, try and sleep on the plane. But I know that's easier said than done. Yeah. But if you're arriving, you know, early in the morning of your destination, it's really the best advice is to stay up as long as you can. Don't sleep um, just because it's, it, you're going to go to sleep and not wake up because you're, you're just going to want to sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. um, although one tactic I have done in the past is like if you arrive at the airport really early, like four or five in the morning, of course, a lot of things aren't going to be open yet. Right. Especially at the Hong Kong airport. Most things don't start going until about seven. You can nap in the airport. Um, it's not the most comfortable thing. So you don't really have to worry about oversleeping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Hong Kong is safe. Like the airport's totally fine. I've done, I've slept in there many times. Um, so, you know, getting in like a little two hour nap is not the worst thing in the world. But definitely once you get to your hotel, don't go to sleep. Because that's you're gonna just sleep for hours and hours, and it's just gonna mess everything up. Um, so yeah, again, mo most people went to the park that day just to, to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then once the entire group was there, 
um, we all met the next day for our full day in Hong Kong. And man, was it hot. And it's not even summer yet. Yeah, hot and humid. I love I loved the climate there. It was about 30 degrees Celsius. Yeah. I'm not, what is that in Fahrenheit? It's a lot. It's like it's like around like um like in the nineties, no nineties hundreds something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of trouble with the with the Celsius and stuff because I'm Canadian, so I know Celsius. But everyone else on the trip was American, so I would say, "Oh, it's thirty degrees," and everyone would look at me like, like, like "What? What is that?" And I would sit there and like, "I don't know. I have to convert it." <laughs> um, but yeah. I'll tell you right now, because so, Orlando's in the 30s right now. Um, let me switch it over to Fahrenheit. It is... Oh, it's not bad. It's in the... It's um like almost 90. It's around 89. It's the upper 80s. Okay. Okay. So that's not... Yeah, it's still hot. Yeah. But yeah, Hong Kong was hot and humid, but we still had a really good time regardless. Um, the only downside was Mickey and the Wonders book was down for refurbishment or maintenance or whatever they were doing. It just, it wasn't no. on the day we were there, but thankfully everything else was running. Okay. So that's good. Um, it was a fantastic day. Uh, I got everyone to buy the Kluke vouchers, the meal vouchers, because the food in Hong Kong is actually very expensive. Like just for a meal, like, a standard meal at a count, one of the counter service restaurants is going to run you about fourteen fifteen dollars mm-hmm. U.S. and that's expensive yeah. compared to Tokyo. That's very expensive. So the Kluke vouchers, which is on you know, of course on the Kluke website, you can get the two in one or the three in one voucher. And what that includes is a full meal up to the value of one hundred forty nine Hong Kong dollars, which is about eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Plus, you also get um, popcorn or an ice cream on top of that. So you're already saving money because you pay $17 for the voucher for the two in one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so you get a meal worth more than that and then an extra like a popcorn or ice cream, which works like an ice cream is about four or five dollars. Like it's pricey. So you're saving money already right there. And then with the three in one, uh, you get two meals so you can get a lunch and then a dinner, which is really nice. Um, we got to see the We Love Mickey show. How's that? In Hong Kong. It was okay. Um, it's, uh, it's a temporary show, so I wasn't expecting anything over the top. Um, the projections were cool. It was kind of like a montage of Mickey through the years. Okay, so this so is like, like a projection mapping show. Yeah, projection mapping show all along Main Street USA. And it lasts about five, ten minutes. It's not very long. Okay. Um, but Mickey comes out on like this platform at at the end of me or at the beginning of Main Street, and he's literally out there for like one minute, <laughs> one <laughs> and a half minutes or something. Like that. He comes up, and because um, the We Love Mickey show is supposed to be like a surprise party for him, uh-huh. and he shows up and he's like, "Oh, you threw me a party, yay!" And confetti flies everywhere, and he's like, "Oh, thank you," and then he leaves. Oh, <laughs> so um, it's a fine show, like. You know, because uh, right now the castle's under construction, so they don't have a uh, fireworks show. Mm-hmm. So they're doing this for now. Um, I'd say for that show, you don't really have to wait for it. Yeah. Just kind of show up. Um, unless you want like a front row like view of Mickey to get pictures. 
But other than that, you can just kind of watch it wherever you are on Main Street. That's totally fine. Like, where would you recommend for people to watch it from? Like, what you think is Maybe like a closer, better position? Like, closer to the beginning of Main Street. Then that way you get a better view of Mickey when he comes out. Okay, cool. That's probably the best thing to do. Um, we stayed at the Explorer's Lodge. Nice, yeah. Which is fantastic. As everyone knows, that's like one. Of, that's my favorite Disney hotel in Asia. Love it. Not that the name has anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, they just celebrated their first anniversary. Wonderful. So they were giving out stickers. Aww. First anniversary stickers. And we also got, um, I'm going to mess the name up, the macarons, mac, macarons, you know, the little French pastry. The cookies, macarons? Yeah, those. Those are so good. <laughs> they, um, everyone got one of those. Like they were put in 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 your room. Aww. It was really cute, and they came in a nice little box. It says Disney Explorers Lodge, and they each had like a little different design on them. They're all different flavors, of course. I think one was lime or lemon. Another one was chocolate. Another one was, I believe, coffee. That's so lovely. Yeah, it was a nice little nice little surprise. Wasn't expecting that. Um. Everybody loved Mystic Manor. Of course. Of course. It was so good. Was Were um, the people visiting, was it everybody's first time in Hong Kong? Everybody except for a couple people. Okay. So, yeah, it was. everyone was just in love with Mystic Manor. It was so good. <laughs> like, going for Mystic Manor alone is worth it, to be quite honest. Sure. Of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, And we all had dinner together at the Main Street Cafe, Mm -hmm. which is always really good. Um, I really like their um, Wagyu beef burger. Yeah. And, of course, that's where all the Duffy uh, desserts are. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. And that's how they get you. Of course. Of course. (laughs) That's how they get you. You know, you need those Instagram photos, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just one, one full day in Hong Kong Disneyland. And then the next day was a full day tour of Hong Kong, the city itself. Um, I spearheaded that one. So I took everyone on a, on a nice walking tour. Where did you go? Um, so we wanted to do the big Buddha, but it was actually closed. The, the, The cable car was closed the day we wanted to do it. So of course we couldn't get up there. Um, so instead, uh, we went right into the city and we did Tim Ho Wan for lunch, mm-hmm. of course, which was so good. Love Tim Ho Wan. Uh, we did that. We also went to the Manmo Temple, which is a very famous temple in, uh, in Hong Kong. Um, we also went to the Avenue of Stars. Mm-hmm. So kind of like their like Hollywood Walk of Fame kind of thing. Uh, we did that. Uh, we went to the Hong Kong Museum of Museum of History. Oh, great! Which was really lovely, and it's free, which is the best part. I did not know that. That's really nice. Yeah. It's free. You and we could have spent like all day there. Like it's there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent about two hours there in the morning. Um, that, was, that was our first stop. We did that, and I I highly recommend it because it gives you a really good background of Hong Kong and just how the city has changed and how it started and everything. It's a very fascinating history with Hong Kong. It really is. So I recommend, definitely recommend doing that. 
Um, we stopped at a couple 7-Elevens because <laughs> everyone wanted to check out 7-Eleven. Also, I made sure everyone stayed hydrated because it is hot. Yeah. That is very important. You don't want to get dehydrated because that's not fun. No, no, no. no. Also, um, I'm not a big, like, so tap water in Hong Kong is perfectly safe to drink. It's totally fine, but I don't like the taste of it. It has, like, this really, like, tinny taste to it. I don't like it. Oh, no. So I just go with, I, I just buy bottled water all the time. Yeah, I think we did, too, actually. Yeah, just, I don't know. There's just the taste of the tap water. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm the same with Orlando um, tap water. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, so anyone that goes to Hong Kong, the tap water is totally safe. It's totally fine. Drink it, and you'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs> Um, what else did we do? Yeah, so we did Tim Ho Wan, which was fantastic. Um, we got to see some people fight. So that was fun, too. Oh, my God. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what happened. So we were at Tim Ho Wan. We were waiting to get our table. There was nine of us. So, of course, it was a little um, difficult because with Tim Ho Wan, they kind of just kind of put you wherever they can fit you. Mm-hmm. So our group was kind of split up a little bit. But anyway, they were getting like a portion of our table ready and this woman just kind of walks in and sits down and one of the workers went over to her and I'm guessing, like, of course, I, I don't speak any Cantonese, um, told her, you know, she can't sit there or whatever. And then she just kind of started screaming at the, the woman Uh-oh. and I just thought, OK, this is weird. And then the woman left and I guess she ordered takeout or something. And the worker was kind of annoyed with her because the woman kept like yelling at her and everything. It was just, and then the girl was like getting in the in the, in, in this poor woman's face, Aww. like the the poor worker's face. And then like the husband came in and like pulled her back and said something to her. I don't know what. <laughs> and then they took their food and they left. Oh my gosh! It was really weird. But besides that, um, the food is fantastic. Tim Ho Wan is really good um, dim sum. It's a Michelin star dim sum restaurant, and they have quite a few restaurants in Hong Kong themselves. Er, itself, mm-hmm. the one we went to was in the IFC Mall, which is right at Hong Kong Station. So it's super easy to get to, especially from the res- from Disneyland Resort. Just get on the train line, and it'll, it'll go right to Hong Kong. So super easy. And then we ended our day at the Victoria Peak. I love Victoria Peak. It was it was nice. Um, we went there for sundown, which I don't think I would do again. Only because, like, it was gorgeous. But mm-hmm. the only thing was, it was so busy. Mm-hmm. And we were there, like, on a weekday. But it was just ridiculously busy. And it was kind of unpleasant. Oh. Just for how busy it was. Um, so I'd recommend, if you don't care about sunset go later or go really early. <laughs> um, I've never like, I've, I've done the late at night and the early in the morning and I, it was totally fine. I've never done sunset. So I want to try and that was a mistake on my part. Um, but the good thing is we did buy again. I'm, I know I'm plugging Kluke a lot. We did buy our tickets through Kluke and Kluke offers a fast track ticket. So that means you don't have to wait in the ridiculously long line to buy your tickets and get on the tram. You get a special line you just bypass the ticket line and get into a special quicker line to get up on the tram. Otherwise, you could be waiting up to 90 minutes to two hours. Oh, my gosh. Wow. To get up there. So it's definitely worth paying, um, getting your tickets through Kluke. So if you're doing the Victoria Peak, make sure you do that. I guess the winter time is less crowded. Yeah. And then the but, other time we walked up 
by mistake. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that story. Yeah. So yeah, that that was Hong Kong in a nutshell, and then from there we went from Hong Kong to Shanghai. Um, and how we did that? So uh, really important to mention the visas, right? For most of us, especially people listening to this podcast, you're going to need a visa of some sort to visit mainland China. So Hong Kong is not part of mainland China in terms of like visas and stuff. Um, so most countries, like um, I know Canadians, Americans, and I believe Brits and Australians, um, uh, most of the most Western countries for Hong Kong, it's just a visa on arrival. But if you're going to Shanghai, um, you either have to have a visa ahead of time, which is what I have. Um, I went through the whole process of getting a 10-year visa. Yeah. Um, or the, the other option is um, doing a transit visa. And what a transit visa is means you're going from point A, and in this case is Hong Kong, to point B, which is Shanghai, and then you have to go to point C. So point C for us in this case is Tokyo. So you can't go from, as an example, you can't go from Hong Kong to Shanghai back to Hong Kong. That doesn't count. You have to be transiting through to get the 144-hour visa. Um, so make sure you, like, depending on what country you're from, make sure you check the visa requirements because they do differ depending on what country you're from. Um, so for the group, there was three of us that had already had visas ahead of time. So we had to go into a different line. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was with uh, that group. And for us, it was just, we just went through, like, any other regular line because our visas were in our passports. The other group... Um, David went with them. Mm -hmm. They had to go through the transit visa line. And what happens there is you have to show that you're going from point A to B to C and that you have accommodations in like in China. Um, everyone went through without issue. Um, just make sure when you when you do go through. Um, again, I'm I'm like really emphasizing this. You have to go from A to B, B to C. And then on all your reservations for your hotels, make sure your name is on it and that it matches your passport. Yes. Yeah. So that is the big thing. Mm -hmm. And everybody in your party has to be on that reservation. So make sure everyone's on it. Right. It's super strict. Um, so, so if you have to phone your ho the hotel, like the Disney hotels, if you have to add people that are staying in the room, make sure their names are on it and everything. Um, I've had to call in the past to add people and it's, it, you know, it, it takes a little bit, but. Uh, obviously, you have to do it. So mm -hmm. I just want to really emphasize that. I know it's a little scary, but we got through just fine and everything was smooth sailing from there. Um, I know a big thing for a lot of people is transportation also in Shanghai because, you know, everyone hears the horror stories about the taxis and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've heard I had, I've had other explorers email us and say they they took a taxi from the, the airport and the taxi didn't know where Disneyland was and they got frustrated and then just left them yeah. on the side of the road. Yeah. Like I've heard those horror stories. We've been left that on the never... side of the road. Yeah. You were left on the side mm -hmm. of the road too. Like yeah. I've never had that happen, fortunately, but I didn't want to risk that, especially yeah. with a group of people. So there's a shuttle service, um, right at the airport. It's green. You're not going to miss it. Um, and they have clean, easy to use, um, hotel shuttles and they will go to the resort. You just have to show, just make sure you have the um, name of your hotel in Chinese in Mandarin, 
just to show them just so they can give it to the driver and we did that it was really cheap i uh, we we got a charter because there were so many people and it worked out to i think like three or four dollars a person or something like that it was really cheap and it was painless and we got everyone got to the resort and it was totally fine good so i highly recommend that and they also the uh, same company is actually on kluke as well so you can buy your tickets through kluke on that so don't worry it's doable i've done it quite a few times now so i'm pretty good at it (laughs) um but yeah for so for shanghai uh when we arrived the first day we did disney town because we uh, of course we arrived at like three four in the afternoon so we're not going to go into the park um with shanghai it's kind of like tokyo you need to you you need to be there in the morning yes you really need to 100 percent um so yeah the first day or first half day we did disney town we went to the cheesecake factory i kind of insisted (laughs) (laughs) everyone was everyone was totally okay with that so that's good um so we you know did that took it really easy and we were we were at the toy story hotels where we stayed oh cute and so we did two full days in shanghai and we got to do the 30 minute early entry and wow what a difference that makes I can like, imagine, yeah. I am willing to pay the extra money to stay at, like, the, the uh, Toy Story Hotel compared to, like, the, the Marriott Hotel mm-hmm. just to have that extra 30 minutes because it made our day so much easier. Like, it was just ridiculous how much easier our day got because of that. And, like, 30 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually it is. It's a because lot for Shanghai's, for Shanghai it is, yeah. Shanghai is such a large park. And you also go through the Disney Town entrance, which is much closer to, to Tomorrowland. So once you go in, you can just book it to Tron and then do Tron. And then um, how we did it was everyone got in and then we got everyone to scan their tickets into their, their phone into the Shanghai Disneyland app so you can get fast passes. So how's that working? Because that sounds like a fantastic new system. Yeah, so um, you download the, the Shanghai Disneyland app, and then once you're in the park and your, your ticket's activated, uh, you scan it into your, uh, the, the app, and then you can start booking Fast Passes right through the app. Cool. Like, right away. Like, we were able to start booking Fast Passes right at 8.30 when we got into the park. Mm-hmm. Or no, 7.30. We got in at 7.30 because the park opened at 8. Um, but we didn't book them right away because the Fast Passes were, like, you know, for 7.45. And it's like, well, we don't need... We don't need that yet. Yeah. Um, so we went and did Tron. And then once we got out of Tron, um, by that time, it was about eight o'clock and the park was opening. And then we got fast passes for some of us got fast passes for soaring because that soaring is the lar- longest wait. Same with Roaring Rapids. Those two are always the biggest weights. Mm-hmm. So we got fast passes for those. And then we made our way over to Peter Pan because that's another attraction that gets pretty high on the list. Right. Um, for a try or for wait times, and then we went all the way to um, Pirates, which doesn't have fast pass, so we want to make sure we do that. But Pirates doesn't because Pirates is such a high capacity ride. Yeah. Um, by the time we got there, it was like a fifteen minute wait, so it really wasn't all that bad. And another reason why I say the thirty minute thirty minute entry is so much worth it, besides getting into the park early, you do not have to deal with the horrendous. <laughs> front entrance because that is a nightmare and a half especially was it hot it was hot and it was raining yeah too yeah and it's just like it's kind of kind of like a free-for-all it's the worst 
in in a sense. So like I did that once, like I did that back in November and it took us anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour just to get into the park. And we got there early. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And by the time you get in, the fast passes start going up and everything and wait times, you know, starting to creep up a little bit. So spend the extra money, get in 30 minutes early. Yeah, because it's a nightmare. Like, Either go makes, early or go later, but don't yeah. do that line in the morning. It's the worst. That line in the morning is not fun. I trust me. Like after doing the lines in Tokyo, which are you know very like everyone lines up nice and everything, China or like Shanghai, it's not like that. They have like these large like barricades, almost like a you know when you, when when you go to like a concert like back in North America, they have like these large barricades yeah. that kind of funnel people. That's what they have in the front and it's just like this long zigzag of people and it's just like everyone's kind of like every man for themselves kind of thing in other people's sweat it's just it's it's not fun so do yourself a favor don't don't put yourself through that you'll thank us trust me yeah um so yes overall though like shanghai two days though it was fantastic we loved it good everyone everyone loved tron everyone rode tron a million times same with pirates and Peter Pan, and we did uh, a dinner, no lunch, uh, lunch at the Royal Banquet Hall in the castle in the Enchanted Storybook Castle. Wonderful. And comparing that, because I did that when, during the grand opening, mm-hmm. and compared to now, it is so much better now. Like the service is fantastic, the cast members are fantastic. The character greetings aren't a mess anymore. Like I, like when we did during the grand opening, I wasn't expecting it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of a, a cluster, <laughs> to lack of a better term. Yeah. Uh, but this time, everything just ran how it should. The characters came around. The cast members kept track of like what characters came to your table and everything. And we got a lot of time with the characters to take pictures, and they made sure everyone got their pictures with the characters. Um, so you get Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, and they're all in like royal royal outfits that are only at that restaurant. Those are very cute outfits. They are, and I would definitely eat there again. The food has improved as well, um, and the menu has changed too. Like I think they changed the menu a few times since the grand opening. Um, yeah, so two days at Shanghai Disneyland, like. For Shanghai, a minimum two days for Shanghai Disneyland. Right. Minimum. Like, one day, yeah, but there's a lot to do in this this one park. There really is. It would be incredibly difficult to do in one day. I don't think it's even doable in one day. I mean, maybe if you no. go in the low season, but it's a lot. It, yeah, there's a, and there's a lot of walking, so you get tired very quickly. Right. Um, and we got to see Toy Story Land that just opened up there. So that was really nice. Um, I think it's the biggest one as of now. I haven't been. Wait, I have been to the one in Paris. I don't really remember it though. Um, it's definitely bigger than one in Hong Kong. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice, and we did the um, the one that's basically a carbon copy of Mater's Jam- Junkyard Jamboree. Mm-hmm. Um, the Woody's Roundup. It was fun. It was cute. It's it's a carnival ride. Whatever. Um, but the restaurants are actually really good. Really? The table service restaurant, or not, sorry, not table, the counter service restaurants. Um, they have a whole bunch of different options for food. I got like this potato chip with sour cream and 
guacamole and red peppers and fried chicken mm-hmm. on top of it. It was really good. Like the food in Shanghai in general is really, really good. Yeah, the quality is up there. Um, they also have a bubble waffle. What is, kinda, what is that? Like, so, you, uh, you know, like the... the uh, it, it's it's from Hong Kong, mm-hmm. um, so it's like a waffle that looks like bubble. It, it looks like uh, bubble wrap. Oh, okay, I got what, you, I got what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, this one was lotso themed, so I had like a little lotso chocolate on it. Oh. And it came with um, soft serve ice cream and everything on it. It was really nice. And they also have like the little um, cups, the little circular cups. I'm sure everyone's seen it on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. These little cute plastic cups. Oh my goodness, they're so cute. Um, what else did we do in Shanghai? Oh, I tried the, I actually bought the Premier Access Pass. How was I that? I did it once. It was very painless. Um, you go through the same process in the app, just like you would to get the normal Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. So the Premier Access is, is the paid Fast Pass. So, um, I wanted to try it cause I never done it before. And in this case it was worth it cause I wanted the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which usually has a pretty long wait. And I know it's like it's almost a carbon copy of the one in the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Yeah. Um, but it was a two hour wait and I just thought I'm not waiting two hours. Yeah, no. So I bought it. It was about eight dollars for it. But we literally just walked on <laughs> with it. So it was definitely worth not waiting the two hours to ride it. Mm-hmm. Um, so try, it was really easy. I used my credit card. That's not like, it's a non-Chinese credit card or anything. It's my Canadian credit card worked just fine. Boom. Easy. And it's all on your phone. Super simple. Um, yeah. So Shanghai, uh, we didn't do a day in Shanghai though. Um, unfortunately just, uh, we, we didn't have enough time yeah, for that. Cause of the transit visas and everything, right? Yeah. So we did and we, and we didn't want to cut time into Tokyo Disney. So after Shanghai, which was fantastic and everything. Oh, pff, I forgot to say, um, we were able to, we were lucky enough to eat at Club 33 during the trip in Shanghai, too. That's right. How was it? It was brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. It was so good. Everybody loved it. It was so good. Uh, Club 33. It's Club 33. Like, how can it not be good? Right, right, right. It was it was lovely. We really we really enjoyed it, and we got to watch the fireworks show from the balcony there. Um, it was really lovely. And before anyone asks, sorry, I not I'm unable to help <laughs> get um, get anyone into Club Thirty Three. So please don't ask because I'm I'm unable to help. Sorry. Um, but yeah, overall Shanghai fantastic i can't wait to get get back there i kind of want to get back for the this summer because i want to do the summer show because i know you went i don't know if you, you want to go so in much the summer fun. chris the show is very I wanna, good i want to do the show yeah. i really want to do the show it's um yeah it's really intense in the summer i i wouldn't go in the summer <laughs> i'll brave it i'll brave it just just the once um so then after that, uh, we traveled from Shanghai to Tokyo. And how we got to the airport from Shanghai, or from the Toy Story Hotel, is we just got the concierge to book us taxis. And the reason why we did that is because I trust Disney to give us, to get us legit taxis, mm-hmm. which they did. And it was super easy, and everyone got there just fine. So there, there, there was no issues that way. So um, for transportation, I recommend using the, the shuttle. Um, from the airport to 
Shanghai Disneyland, and then just taking a taxi from Shanghai Disneyland to the airport. It works out to about 20-some dollars, which is not that bad. So we flew from Shanghai um, all the way to Tokyo, and we spent four wonderful days in Tokyo. <laughs> where did you? Where did everybody stay in Tokyo? Uh, we stayed in the Hilton for this one, um, just because of uh, the Tokyo hotels. As everyone knows, that if you've listened to the podcast long enough, the official Disney hotels, mm-hmm. like the Tokyo Disneyland, Miracosta, and Ambassador, are kind of expensive, right? So since we we're staying, a lot of people were staying like five nights. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to pay that in the Disney hotel for that long. No. Um, so we stayed at the Hilton, and we toured all four days in that. It was it was a lot of fun, and we covered. We pretty much did everything, and everyone loved that. We did a lot of. So how we kind of structured, or how I structured the days was, we would all meet in the morning. And we would do, like, all the major things in the morning. And then by lunchtime, um, we'd have lunch together. Then after that, it was kind of a free time for everyone. So if you want to go back to the hotel and rest or if you want to do shopping or there's just other stuff you would like to do, everyone had the option to do so. Um, I did stay with some of the other explorers that wanted help with certain things. Like, some people needed help with how to ship something from the hotel Oh right. Or yeah. they're they want to find some some sort of merchandise or just want to you know just generally hang out and you know pick my brain on about whatever. Um so I stuck around for a lot of that. And then in the evenings we would meet up for dinner. Um we did so for dinners we did we did the course menu at Restaurant di Cantaletto. That's a nice one. Yeah. Which was fantastic, by the way. And there, there was also a filming. There was a variety show being filmed on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, I never remember their names, but it's a, a couple famous comedians were there. Cool. I think it's actually airing on TV tonight. I think I saw an ad for it or something. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, so we did that, and we also did a dinner at Magellan's, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, I had the 35th anniversary course meal. How was it? Brilliant. It was, it was, it was so good. <laughs> um, I think it was Wagyu beef. Right. So it's like, you know, legit Wagyu beef. Um, <laughs> one of the funny things that happened was, and I totally didn't mean to do this. So one of the desserts was inside was like a, almost like a cheesecake or like a cheese mousse. Yeah. And on the outside, it was covered in a layer of like, um, mango mousse mm-hmm. and it was it was really good and i was i was on video and i was trying to like describe it <laughs> and i said the mango really cuts the cheese oh no <laughs> and i just i just lost it because as soon as i said it i realized how bad that sounded <laughs> And everybody at the table just burst out laughing. And I was just beat red because I was so embarrassed from saying that. It was just, it was the funniest thing. And you should mention, um, you were blogging the entire time. So you can, so people can go back and check those videos. Yeah. So I did a vlog every single day that we were on the trip. So there was 12 total. That's a lot, man. (laughs) I know people were commenting like, how are you doing this so quickly? Um, I did it on my iPhone 8 Plus. I did, I had that and 
I guess just kind of came with practice. Um, I just edited it on my phone. Like I mm-hmm. used iMovie. Like like if, if you watch the videos, they're not like in terms of editing, they're not that fancy. Um, I just kind of eyeballed how I want to do everything. And um, one trick that I actually use quite a bit, especially when I'm doing like vlog style stuff, if I notice the video was like really shaky for some reason um, and I'm talking, what I'll do is I'll cover it with B-roll. So it looks like I meant to do that, but I'm just essentially I'm just covering up the shakiness mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. So that's a trick that I learned. So <laughs> I would kind of edit throughout the day. So like when we would have like an afternoon break, I would, you know, take a break myself and maybe start editing the video, like editing the video together from the morning. And then when it came to the evening, okay, so I had like half of it done already. And then I would kind of finish it and then. If I didn't finish it in the evening, I would go to sleep, wake up earlier in the morning, and then finish it off and then upload it. So that's kind of what I did. Yeah. And, like, when you got to, like, Japan, how was the jet lag going for everyone? Um, Everyone was over it by that point. Wow. They're pretty tough people. I think by by the time we got to Shanghai, everyone was okay with with the the jet lag. Wow. It It was good, yeah. Um, man, we did everything in Tokyo. We did pretty much everything you can think of. So did you go outside the parks? Um, so on our very last day of the trip, we did a, uh, half of the group went on a day trip with, um, our friends over at Maction Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac, he does, um, he does tours of Tokyo. Um, so I highly recommend him if you're doing a, tr- if you want like personalized tours within Tokyo. Um, he also does tours in Kyoto as well. Um, head on over to MaxionPlanet.com. Tell him that Chris sent you. He'll know who you're talking about. Um, he took us on a day tour of Tokyo. And it was it was a whirlwind tour, but we did so much in one day. What did you do and how did how did you get around? Um, so we uh, it was all by train. Okay. Because, um, you know, in Japan, that's like the easiest thing to do. Um, so we went from Maihama, so the Tokyo Disney Resort area, and we started in Tsukiji. So, so the Tsukiji fish market. Um, and for those that don't know, the market's closing this year forever. Mm-hmm. They're moving it, right? Yeah. So everyone wanted, to, everyone wanted to see the fish market. And we got to walk through like the, the stalls and everything and check that out. Um, we also ate sushi. Of course, like if you're going to Tsukiji, you have to have the sushi because it's some of the freshest, yes. <laughs> the freshest in the world. Uh, we went to this little hole in the wall place. Um, Mac asked me not to name it because he wants to keep that to himself. Um, but we went to this place that was like totally little hole in the wall away from all the like the, the busier places. And it was it was delicious. Like I'm not a big sushi person, mm-hmm. but this sushi was phenomenal. And it was cheap. Great. It was like we got like, I don't even know how many rolls or like pieces of sushi. Probably a good 12, 12 or 14. Mm-hmm. And it was probably just over a thousand some yen. That's very cheap. Which is really like for that quality of sushi. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And while we're doing that, of course, Mac gives a big spiel about everything because he knows a lot about this city. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot to know about Tokyo. Um, and after that, we went over to, um, like the Harajuku Omotesando Ginza. Like we kind of did that portion 
well, I guess first we went to Ginza, walked through Ginza and everything. Um, and then from there we went to Hibiya, kind of walked through Hibiya and showed where the, the, the new Godzilla statue is. Right. That's really cute. And then from Hibiya we went to the Imperial Palace, which is near Tokyo Station. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, like, everyone needs to see the Imperial Palace. It's free. You can kind of walk up and you see it and it's cool. Then from there, then that's when we went to uh, went to Omotesando and the Harajuku area. Right. We did all that, walked around, and saw all the different infrastructure and stuff. What did you do in Omotesando? Um, we kind of walked through some of like the, the there's a little shrine in Omotesando mm-hmm. just to kind of show the contrast of like yeah like Omotesando is like this big fancy area right. You know, with high-end brands like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and Ralph Lauren and you know, things like that. But tucked away, there's little little bits of culture, Japanese cultures, like little shrines and stuff like that. So we got to see that. Um, and then, yeah, we walked down the main street in Montesando. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, I told Mac that we have to stop at all the Disney places that I know. <laughs> um, we stopped at Kitty Land, which is in Montesando, and they have the Disney Avenue. Uh-huh. There, so a lot of people or everyone that was on the the trip with us, the day trip, they spent money there. Of course, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of merchandise at Kitty Land. The merchandise there is unique, so you you can't buy it at the Disney store or at the parks. It's really fun, yeah. So whatever's there, buy it because you're not going to get it anywhere else. Um, and then of course we walked through Harajuku. And we went down the Takashita Dori, mm-hmm. Takashita Street, and we tried out a bunch of the different suites. Um. All the colorful. Of course, colorful, like cotton candy, yeah. the crepes, like they're famous for their crepes. Um, we also had Japan's longest potato tornado, it was called. <laughs> it's like a potato, like a potato that's deep fried and like spun. So it like, it looks like a really long spiral. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Really good. And then there's, um, it's called like Sakusaku ice cream, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like the crunchy ice cream. Um, we had that as well. And then, of course, we went to the Meiji Shrine. I love Meiji Shrine. Which is just in, in Harajuku there. So everyone goes to the Meiji Shrine. Of course, if you're in the area, you have to go to it. Right. Um, we did that. And then we ended the night in Shibuya, going to the Disney store. Um, of course, seeing the the crosswalk. Right. And everything. So, and we did that all in one day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it is possible to do this stuff in one day. And especially if you have Mac with you, he's going to show you the best places. Um, oh, and we also had uh, ramen for dinner. Again, it's in a place he asked me not to mention because it's one of his little secret places that he loves to take people. So mm-hmm. we had this delicious ramen. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I need to come back here because it was so good. What kind of ramen was it? Um, they do something different with it. They use like a different broth. Mm-hmm. It's like something that's kind of like, quote unquote, edgy. I guess, like in terms of like ramen, uh-huh, uh-huh. If, yeah, if if that makes any sense. <laughs> I could tell you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, after that, that was that was our last day. Um, some people were staying a little bit longer, but most people went home after that. Um, I did get everyone to or almost everyone in, in the on the trip to show everything they bought. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I didn't see that. It's up on YouTube, uh, uh, along with all the vlogs. Uh-huh. Um, it's a 40-minute merchandise haul video. Oh, my God. So 
I got everyone to lay out their merchandise and I just kind of, we went through it all. I asked them about it, what were their favorite items were from all the Disney parks, so from Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Tokyo. It was a lot of fun. It was really good. I I enjoyed doing that. And everyone was really happy just to show everything that they bought. (laughs) Um. One thing that a, a lot of people have, were asking, uh-huh. um, I think we talked about it in the 35th anniversary show, but the the customized keychains. Right. Um, a lot of people really liked those, and I was getting a lot of questions about those. Sure. So um, the customized keychains for the 35th anniversary, you can do it at both Disneyland and Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. At Disneyland, it's at Monsters Inc. And at Disney Sea, it's in the Lost River Delta and the Outpost area it's uh, right beside miguel's restaurant and what it is is these customized keychains that look like mickey ears and it looks like a little clock inside and you get to customize it you get to have your name put on it and put little charms on it and the charms will have like the logos from all the different major anniversaries on it and, you, and you, you can put a character like a silhouette of a character on the back of it and everything um I think it starts at 2,600 yen, which is about $25, and it goes up from there as you add more accessories to it. Um, and just of note, the Disneyland Disney Sea versions, they look different because mm-hmm. the Disneyland says Disneyland and it's a gold color, and the Disney Sea obviously is D- Disney Sea on it, but it's like a bronze color, like a darker bronze or like copper or whatever. Um, so, yeah, just keep that in mind. What What did you learn from your trip? What did I learn from my trip? Um, that I can walk a lot. <laughs> that I walk a lot. Um, that I actually know a lot more than I thought I did <laughs> about the parks. Um, and just how hot Hong Kong is. Like, I, I've known that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're walking around all day and, like, explaining things to people and showing things, pe- showing things to people, it's just, like... You need to stay hydrated. You really need to, especially in Hong Kong. Um, and like during the summer th- at, at any of the parks here, you have to stay hydrated, of course. Um, with Shanghai, the app is essential. Mm-hmm. Absolutely essential. And of note, the Wi-Fi will work with the, the app. Like it's not affected by the Great Firewall of China. Um, I won't go into detail about that. I have it in the, the travel guide for that. Um, and using the 30-minute entry is worth its weight in gold. It really is. Like, I would. I, I don't think I could ever visit Shanghai Disneyland again without doing that. I, I am willing to spend the extra money to stay at the Toy Story Hotel just for that extra 30 minutes. Cool. Uh, what else did I learn? That we have some pretty awesome explorers out there. Aww. Everyone on the trip was lovely. We had such a good time, and everyone really got like everyone got really close um, on the trip. Like everyone was friends. Everyone was talking and everything, laughing and just sharing stories and everything. It was just like we had such a great group of people. It was it it was really wonderful. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just like getting fans together that are there to enjoy the parks and like sharing, sharing these experiences with people that, you know, appreciate it just as much as you. And I think it's one of those things that it's one of those things that's really hard to put a price on, I'd say. Like, yeah, you can go to the parks, you know, with you and, you know, your friends or your family as a small group. And that, of course, that's wonderful. But also going with a group of other people that you don't know necessarily. 
you get to you get to know them over the course of these days and it's just like one of those bonding experiences which i think is just so wonderful and it's also great too like if you're someone who does solo trips maybe doing a group trip you know you get to share it's a it's a shared experience and one more question um because i know mm-hmm. some people do come like as a part of like family like gatherings and stuff what would you recommend for people that are coming in a group that's a little bit bigger from the normal group you're gonna have to do a lot more planning yeah. <laughs> ahead of time a lot more planning you're gonna have to be a little more rigid in terms of reservations like restaurant reservations and stuff so that that's probably the most important thing it's like make sure you have the reservations kind of like picked out ahead of time mm-hmm. so you can make them um that's probably like the biggest thing i would say and also allow for breaks because i know a lot of people want to like go 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 right and it, it, it's easy that that's easy to do when it's like one or two of you mm-hmm. together because you know if, if you're traveling you know together like two of you usually you know it's like two friends that know each other really well or a couple or something so you kind of it's easier to do it that way but if you're in a group you need to have those breaks because not everyone's going to want to go 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 right right so that's another thing to keep in mind that's going to be a little bit slower paced in a bigger group um so just keep that in mind when you're scheduling things too so just make sure there's a lot of breaks in there and make sure everyone has backups of their passports because oh. you don't want to lose those oh my gosh <laughs> yeah not that not that we had any issues we didn't have any issues with that but it's just one of those things you want to just make sure you have backups of your passport. Just in case. Um, just in case. You don't want to deal with that. And one last question. I'm sorry. I know I'm asking a million questions. W- will you do this again? That's a good question. And that's part of the listener question. Oh. <laughs> um, we haven't made anything official yet, but we're in talks of doing another one. Cool. So I know we have people on the waiting list already. So if you are interested, just... Uh, um, I'll put a link in the show notes and you can send an uh, email to David and stuff and we can kind of go from there. So once we know more and once we kind of finalize things, talk things over, because of course we have to change a couple of things. You know, we learned stuff and whatever. So um, talk about the next one. So yeah, I, w- I would love to do another one because I really enjoyed this. Yes, it was a lot of work and yes, I was very tired at the end. It was two weeks, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it was just, it was so... Like, for me, it was so fulfilling to show everybody these parks in Asia, mm-hmm. especially Tokyo, because, you know, Tokyo is near and dear to our hearts. So it's just like it was just so great to show show it to everybody and knowing it's people that want to be there and appreciate it just as much as we do. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I guess a park, a park tip. I guess it kind of encompasses all the parks. Um, like, what order should you do the parks in? I kind of think, like, I know, like, for this trip, we started with, or we ended with Tokyo. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think, depending on the time of year, it might be better to flip it. Mainly because Hong Kong is so hot, mm-hmm. it is draining. It just wears you out, the heat. So I feel like if you're doing that at the beginning, you're kind of tired as you kind of go throughout the rest of the trip. And that might be like really draining on you. So I'm thinking doing it the opposite way, get to Tokyo, do that first, because you're going to be you know excited to be there 
and full of energy is also, and stuff. Like draining in a different way, though. Yeah, it is. Um, but like once you get to Hong Kong, if you're really tired, Hong Kong is really easy to mm-hmm. do. That's true. Like Hong Kong is the easiest of them all. Yeah. To do so, if you're really tired, like you can take that three-hour nap in the afternoon if you need to, and you're not really going to miss a whole lot in Hong Kong. True. What time of year would you do this again if you do it again? I would probably still do it in May. Okay. Uh, just because the weather is favorable in Tokyo and Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong is... The only time it's not hot in Hong Kong is like December, January. Right, right. But you, that's not ideal for the, uh, the Tokyo or Shanghai because it's too cold mm-hmm. for most people, I would say. So... You know, it, there, I don't think there's any perfect time to do all three in one go because there's pros and cons for them all, I'd say. But May is probably like the best as the best as you can get. Another one might be like September, October. Oh, that could be really nice. Yeah. Um, Hong Kong is still really hot yeah, yeah. At, that, at that point, but not much you can do <laughs> in, in, in that sense. Um, so maybe that, I would say. Because if you do it, like, for Shanghai and Hong Kong, if you're doing it, like, you don't want to do it in February, March. No. Like, February, of course, is um, Chinese New Year. Right. You do not want to do that. That is a bad time to go. So we wouldn't be doing that. And, of course, like, the, the weather's nicer, but it's going to be really busy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, it was a whirlwind trip. It was a whirlwind trip, and I loved every minute of it. I know I was busy. I was doing videos every day and touring people around everything, but I just I had such a lovely time. I really, really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. That is so cool. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed the trip, and I'm glad that the Explorers also had a really wonderful time. All right, so before we go, we have to say thank you to um, our fellow Explorers who are supporting us on Patreon, the $5 level and above. No, $5 level. $5 level and above, uh, you get a shout-out on the show. So um, I'll start. All right. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So thank you to Bryson, Michael, Timothy, Carrie, Lewis, Lee, Benjamin, Sophie, Mama Explorer, oh. Carl, and Tracy. And big, big thank you to Holly and Marie and Leanne and Kathy and JP and Jane and Angela and Darren and Alex, Claudia, Acros Disney Girl, Clarie, Sarah, Amy, David, and Disney It Girl. Yay! Thank you to all of you. You're all amazing. Thank you so, so much. And don't forget to rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to us so you don't miss an episode. And if you have any questions, suggestions for us, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us because, you know, we help you plan your trip. We know what we're doing most of the time. I like to think we do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can find everything that we talked about on our website, tdrexplore.com. And we're also across all social, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and on YouTube. Make sure you head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash tdrexplore. That's where I have all the vlogs for our trip to Asia. So you can kind of see how it went. You can be there. It feels like you're there. Um, I have a playlist on there and I'll also put a link in the show notes for you as well. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the food at every single park in Asia. That's what I do. Uh, you can find me on my personal Instagram and Twitter at Explorer Nalge. That's Explorer N I L G H E. 
And as always is Patricia. I'm here taking pictures. Um, and I am the one waiting for summer, like real summer. So excited. Um, it's already hot. It's getting it's there. Hot. It's not It's not beach weather yet, but it's getting there. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at DreamSweetsLove. And you guys keep exploring and see you next time. All right. Until next time, explorers. Thank you.